Hello and welcome to So Dot 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 Talk to Me. It's episode 108. Yes. Yes. 108. We made it to 108 episodes. We made it. Still trucking along. Mm-hmm. So, how's your week been? How's my week been? How mm-hmm. has my week been? That's a good question. Um, I'm busy. Let's just get that shit out of the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm. I'm trying to think what we did over the weekend because it's we... just been kind of a blur. You've been sick. Yeah. Well, I that was, was more last week. Yeah. Sorry. Last week. Um, but we added our new service this past Sunday. Yes. And that went really, really well. It did. It did. What else did we do? Something on Saturday. I feel like we did something on Saturday. Yeah, but I feel I don't like remember we did what too. it was. I was at work on Saturday. There that's was a the conference. conference. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You did the conference. Yeah. Okay. And then we went out that evening. That's right. That's right. To Austin Pizza Garden. Yeah. They've got it's this local pizza place, and they've got a big like playground area for the kids. So we got to sit outside. It wasn't it wasn't too hot. Mm-mm. outside so it was nice and it was shaded and stuff yeah so so we just kind of chilled while the kids played on the on the playground and covered themselves in dirt yeah 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 they were a total mess afterwards <laughs> they but, were absolutely you know, filthy they they enjoyed it and they like pizza so it was fun I don't want to. I don't want to keep saying that I'm busy, but like, yeah, there, there's just been a. And I mean, I did mention it last time that there was the conference and then the new, the new service. Yeah, so. but since then, like, your whole week was like leading up to right Sunday. Yeah, yeah, and so then this week was like, okay, that was great. Now let's do it again and let's refine some of these things. <laughs> and so, like, trying to fix the things that weren't a hundred percent. About, you know, the different services. I guess every like week so. actually is your whole week leading up to Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just, it's true. Just thought about that. Like, well, <laughs> actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it goes. But you're also on your last week of school. Yes. So trying to find time to write a 10-page paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah, I had planned to have more done by now, but <laughs> didn't happen. So, oh, well. But my sister's in town from LA. And yeah. so we, we went hung out, out with, with her, her yesterday. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I traded time that I could have spent, you know, working on school to like hang out with family who's in town for a week. Like it, it was worth it, you know? So I just need to buckle down this weekend and. I've got till Monday at midnight to submit it. So, and I'm not too worried. I'm doing well in the class overall. So, I don't think I'll have to, I don't think I'll have to rewrite this multiple times in order to, <laughs> you know, get it to where I want it to be. I think I can, I think it can be mostly there and submit it. Well, I need to go to Costco. So maybe tomorrow I'll just take the kids to Costco and you hey. can chill here and work on your paper. Yeah, no, I mean, that would be helpful. I'm, yeah, planning on getting some other stuff done as well, grilling up some chicken tomorrow. It's actually going to be cool I know. Here. And, okay, so for anyone who's not in Austin, not in Texas, by cool, we mean, like, mid-60s. 
Well, no, it's supposed to be low 60s, high 50s. Okay. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. Just because it's been, I mean, well, because no, we've had a cold Because the high today front. was like 94. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and we had a cold front recently. I mean, it was, it's, it's been high 90s for a while. Yeah. Um, and then it cooled off to like, to, I don't know. 70 something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably high 70s, um, which was very nice. And yeah, now it's going to drop. I'm getting like an Arctic chill. And I have no idea how long it's going to last. I don't pay attention to the weather long enough to know. I just know tomorrow it's going to be crazy cold for Austin at this time of year. It's not, yeah, you know, it's, it's never not this really cold. It's that just cool 60. during October. So that's pretty awesome. We're usually Looking like to that. sweating in our Halloween costumes. Yeah. It's true. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the one time we've gone trick or treating, yeah. No, I'm sorry, but yeah, in general, when we open up the garage and do that thing, <laughs> when we hand out candy, chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our tradition um, for Halloween, the past, I guess it's been like since we since lived we've here. lived here. Yeah. yeah, so like almost five years mm-hmm. um, has been to. Eat pizza and mm, I forgot about that. Like set up our garage to where like we have a TV in there and we have like Halloween movies going and then like we have like beers and um just our candy out there to sitting in our garage waiting for the trick or treaters mm-hmm. talking with our neighbors. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's fun. We we missed it a couple years. Because we didn't do it last year because it rained. Yeah, right. And there was another year when it rained as well. Yeah. But last year, yeah, last year it wasn't like horrible rain, but it was a little bit, it was enough to scare away the kiddos. But we also went out trick-or-treating. So like. Yeah. For I'm the sure first people time. people came by. So, but then there was another year, maybe it was two years ago where it was like pouring rain. Yeah. And we barely got any trick-or-treat. So we didn't do that either. We had a lot of leftover candy. Yep. That lasted a long time. <laughs> we probably still have the remains of nope, some of it. No, we don't. Oh, you threw it out. I either threw it out or it got added in with Easter candy that eventually got eaten. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yep. Well, that's fun. I did throw out some of it, though, I know for sure. So well, Good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. Whatever it, needed to be thrown away, I threw away. Yeah, it might have enough preservatives to have stayed, but probably it it's did, probably but. <laughs> stale three-year-old candy. It's and the stuff that we didn't eat was like the bottom of the barrel candy anyway. So right, yeah, that is what it is. We ate all the good stuff exactly. <laughs> Left all the laffy taffy. <laughs> Well, it wasn't even like normal Laffy Taffy. What was it? Pumpkin donut, right? Wasn't that what it was called? It was some sort of donut flavor. And it was just weird. It was like, maybe it was an apple donut. Maybe that one. Or like an apple strudel or something. Yeah, there was like apple something. Yeah. Which. Yeah, there were like weird flavors. To its credit, like you take a bite of it and it's like, okay. I just hate Taffy. I get it. Oh, really? I I hate candy pretty much. Because I don't like stuff that gets stuck in my teeth. You suck on it. Don't. But chew that on takes it. too long. 
That's good. That's why I then love you get the candy chocolate bars even longer because I can just bite into them and chew it up and swallow it quickly. See, and I'm satisfied. I, that's what I don't like about it. It's like <laughs> they're hard to savor. And like before you know it, you've eaten an entire candy bar and it's just like, holy shnikes. Well, that's why you have self-control. Yeah, that's true. Or why you don't. <laughs> but I guess it's your fault because that's what you choose to do to your own body. You need to take some personal responsibility when you do stuff like oh, that. Oh, Hey oh. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Um, well, as of maybe an hour ago, mm-hmm. we are talking about It's true. <laughs> um, we're talking about personal responsibility. Hmm. I've heard of that. Um, versus the Holy Spirit. Now, I say it dun, that way, dun, I guess, dun. just to be like ear-catching, but really I mean, they work in tandem if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about this because it's been sort of a running theme in a few podcasts that I've listened to lately and um, and a th- running theme in my own life. Um, mm. <laughs> and our pastor on Sunday was talking about basically how Throughout the week, like we need to be really focused on, um, like how we are to glorify God in all that we do, you know, not Mm -hmm. just like on Sunday going to church, sitting and hearing the word preached and worshiping God. Like we need to take that into our week and like really see like what we do during the week as a mission field. and so that got me thinking a little bit. And obviously, like, my mission field is at home with our children, which um, missional motherhood really, like, helped me out with seeing being home with my children as, like, a mission field. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, like, choosing to treat your whatever you're doing, whether you're like in a workspace or at school or at home or wherever, like to treat it as a mission field um, takes a lot of personal responsibility. It takes a Mm -hmm. lot of actually doing something, actually making decisions and making actions, um, choosing to, um, to seek to glorify God in everything that you do. Yeah. Um, like in being intentional about it. Um, and I think that as Calvinists, we tend to struggle with this because we put so much of an emphasis on God's sovereignty and not that that's wrong. God is certainly sovereign over everything. I definitely believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we tend to use that as an excuse mm-hmm. to not take personal responsibility for things. It's like, oh, God's will, right. you know, whatever. Um, like, no, like if you if you want something in your life to change, like, yes, like seek after God 
pray about it. Um, pray that God would change your heart, but you also have to get up your off of your butt and do something. <laughs> yeah. And that's been really like heavy on my heart lately. Cause especially like last week when I was sick, I just pretty much use that as an excuse to be lazy about everything. Mm. Like, Oh, I'm not feeling well. So I don't really have to do the dishes. Cause I'll just use this as an excuse. I don't feel well, or... I didn't know that. <laughs> um, you know, just, I don't feel well, so I'll just binge watch this show because my mind just can't take reading something right. You know, like, just mm-hmm. using it as an excuse and then feeling guilty because I know that I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, not that watching something is wrong, but definitely shirking your responsibilities <laughs> yeah. is wrong. Um, and that's what I was doing. And so uh, the sermon on Sunday convicted me and also just a couple of podcasts that I had listened to really struck home and made me get up off my butt and make some changes. <laughs> um, well, good. Yeah. So I've been waking up earlier and actually having quiet time and doing what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) And uh, like it changes your attitude. Mm -hmm. Like it changes my perspective. Now I'm, now I feel um, productive (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) for one. Um, But also just, I feel closer to christ because i'm actually in the word and i'm in in prayer like i'm act i am actually seeking and he is faithful says in his word like if you um if you ask you will receive if you um knock the door will be opened like if you seek like genuinely seek Mm -hmm. Like, he's not going to ignore you. Yeah. But anyways, that's my little rant, and now we can get further into it <laughs> in discussion. <laughs> no, I mean, totally. No, that's that's awesome. Um, I agree. So one of the first things that you said is, like, a lot of the times, you know, if the, the emphasis on God's sovereignty, like, causes us to just kind of yeah, shirk our responsibility because it's like, oh, well, if God wanted that to happen, then he could make it happen. And it's not happening, so I guess he doesn't want to make it happen in my life. Um, where, I mean, that's that's kind of the, the very edge between Calvinism and hyper-Calvinism, mm. right? Where you go too far because it is quite obvious simply by reading the Bible, reading scripture, there are lots of commands, <laughs> mm-hmm. like not just the Old Testament, but in the New Testament, like there, there's, uh, I'm thinking of like the book of James tells you what you ought to be doing and what you right. ought not to be doing is like wisdom literature. Uh, Paul all the time, um, he, he, you know, gives his readers like, an idea of what proper conduct is as a Christian. So like, like taking a look at 
everything that scripture said, says in how you ought to live, like how it explains all that. Um, it's kind of dumb. I mean, like I, I don't get me wrong. Like I, you can easily fall back on that excuse. I'm not trying to put anyone down, but it's like, it's pretty stinking obvious when you look at scripture, like God isn't saying, well, just sit back and I'll take care of everything. Like, yes, ultimately he's sovereign, but he uses means, right? Like he uses people and, um, there is not a conflict between you actually like setting goals and pursuing goals and God accomplishing his will in your life. Like those, like you said, they work in tandem. Mm -hmm. Like God gives us the will to love him and serve him. And so because of that, we ought to make decisions, daily decisions to love and serve God. Right. It's, it's kind of, I mean, honestly, to me, I feel like it's, it's the straw man of Calvin that's often brought up about Calvinism in general is like, oh, well, you don't believe in free will. And no, I do. It's just not, God is more free than I am, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? His free will trumps my free will. Like, I do believe that we have wills and that we do actually perform actions in time. Like, yes, because God knows it and because God wills that to happen doesn't mean that we're not responsible for our choices. Like then all of... If I didn't have a free will, like as a Christian, wouldn't that mean that I would like never sin? Like I would be perfect. Um, Hopefully. Um, but it, yeah, it, it like, I'm const- just saying it doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. Because even though we're Christians, we still choose to sin. <laughs> right. Because we have a free will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. We're held culpable for those actions. Yeah. And you can't be held culpable if you're just a robot. Right. Right. Um, so that, I, I feel like that, um, that criticism is often lobbed against, lodged against uh, Calvinists is that, you know, you believe that we're all robots. No, I don't. I think you actually have a will. I think you ought to do things, <laughs> right? I think you are commanded to do things. Now, whether or not that will can actually accomplish anything, you know, whether or not that will can bend itself towards God, that's a whole other conversation. Right. Like, you know, that's what, we need God. We need God to change our wills right. so that we can will good things. Um, but yeah, th- so I definitely, <laughs> definitely, personal responsibility is is huge. Um, and the more that I study, not that I know any of the ancient languages or anything like that, but stuff that I study in school, uh, from what I understand, is that the the Jewish, Hebrew, Israelite understanding of wisdom is not just the accumulation of knowledge. Like nowadays, maybe it's just English, maybe it's rationalism. I don't know what exactly it is. But um, we tend to separate understanding something intellectually from actually following through, like performing that understanding. 
Does that make sense? Uh, having knowledge of something doesn't necessarily include an action, whereas right. wisdom does. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So something like, yeah, like the book of Proverbs isn't valuable simply so that you can understand what right and wrong is unless you put it into action. Mm -hmm. Like that is the assumption with wisdom. Um, I've brought this up before in different contexts, but I feel like that that's also one of the drawbacks in the world that we live in nowadays where we are inundated with news and like we, uh, we can uh, hear about what's going on you know, all around the world that literally has no effect on our personal lives. Like there was a day and time where you didn't know what the world was doing at large. Like it was just your little town. Like the only news that you understood was stuff that affected you. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have this idea of like, of yeah, just intellectual understanding that does not change us in any way. Whereas, like you said, wisdom is not that. Wisdom is the application of, uh, the understanding and application of knowledge. Knowledge, yeah. Of, of good works. And so, uh, yeah, the understanding is not complete until it's actually worked out mm -hmm. in your life. Um, and the Bible's full of it. Like even the, yeah, even the New Testament is full of things that you ought to do. I think of Paul who said, like I train my body, I beat my body um, into submission, basically, mm -hmm. so that I will not be. Uh, what does he say? Um, so that I will be considered worthy, you know, so that I won't fall short of of what God has called me to do. Like, yes, God has put a great calling on your life, and so it's. I was gonna say it's up to you. Yes, you have the Holy Spirit working. Like he also, Jesus also said that his. Uh, his burden is easy, right? Yeah, and his yoke is light. Maybe it's the other way around. His burden is light, his yoke is easy. Regardless, <laughs> um, like he is with us and he will help us. And he will, uh, ultimately, yes, if he wills it to be so, he is going to accomplish it. But he uses our wills to do so. Right. Like, yeah, we don't just suddenly flip our brains off and then, oh, hey, we get to do... What God says, like, no, it's something that we need to work at. We need to, um, you know, I think of just other wisdom uh, passages in scripture, like we have to flee from temptation, mm -hmm. right? So what does that look like in 2019? You know, we've talked about specific areas, um, specific things that we think are sinful, like nudity in movies and stuff like that, that like other people don't consider. but we. Like, because we consider that sinful, like, that's something that we have taken out of our lives. That's right. not, that's not, like, explicitly, th there's not a chapter and verse that says don't watch movies with nudity in them, <laughs> you know? Um, but we apply that to life in 2019, you know? I mean, like, Noah cursed his son for looking upon his nakedness. Well, also in making fun of him, yeah. like it was, it was also the knowledge of that and yeah, how he dishonored him. So there was a little bit more going on, but yeah, I mean, nudity is a shame. Like it is shameful. It is a mm -hmm. shameful thing. Um, right. Right. I'm, and I'm not saying anyone should uh, look at nudity. I mean, I guess unless you're a doctor, but 
Now I'm just having this internal conversation. Sorry. <laughs> Point, counterpoint. Um, no, but I just mean like the, the application of scripture. Um, we ought to see how we can apply scripture in our modern context. Like mm-hmm. God has placed us, he has made us alive in this time for this, for this time with a mission to accomplish. And so we ought to be applying scripture. We ought to be doing things in our own lives so that we are filled with the spirit, so that we are fighting against sin, so that we are sharing our faith with others using words. Um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the, I feel like this is such a broad thing. There's so many different ways that we can go with this. Yeah. But, but yeah, personal responsibility is, is huge. You want to show yourself faithful to the love that God has shown you, like right. the immense love. Um, Jesus certainly had a lot of, uh, he made a lot of decisions that were difficult for him to accomplish. <laughs> you know, he uh, had intense willpower in order to um, go through the things that he did. It was not enjoyable. <laughs> he literally um, sweat blood. Yeah, exactly. Because he was so stressed out. And yet he stayed the course. Yep. He never sinned. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> That's uh yeah, yeah. So yes, yes, and yes. And I think that's also where um, you know, I I now I am gonna kind of go off on a little bit of a tangent of things like, you know, I talk a lot about how you eat the meat and spit out the bones of a lot of things. Um I talked last week about how I'm reading a a book on like productivity. And stuff like that. That's kind of where my mind has been at since I got this day planner and, you know, been been looking at stuff like that. And, uh, like, I think these are good things. You know, are productivity principles, are they explicitly laid out in scripture forever? You know, are leadership principles all laid out in scripture? Like, no, that's not the point of the Bible. Like, yes, you can certainly glean information. Um, you can glean, you know, how to lead from looking at good leaders in scripture. Um, and we want to use our time well, but like, you know, getting tips like that, I think is beneficial if you want to spend your time wisely, but it's not, it's also not something that I would say, Oh, everyone needs to do all these things in order to, you know, to be a proper steward of the life that God has given you. Well, no, but if it applies to your context, then yeah, you always want to be getting better at life because God has given you this life and we do have a mission to accomplish. So um, certainly that plays into it, like what your priorities are. So anyways, I do feel myself going down a rabbit trail, so sorry. (laughs) And obviously we're not saying that any of this is like going to earn you more favor with God or anything like that. It's just, it's just God has died for you. Mm-hmm. He loves you so much that he came in the flesh and died for you. Mm-hmm. And so we should at least show him the respect that he deserves mm-hmm. and love that he deserves through obeying his commands mm-hmm. and seeking to to obey him and 
glorify him in any way that we can. Yeah, definitely. And it does look different in different contexts, right. you know, like depending, even our lives, right, are very different. Um, like you were talking about missional motherhood and how that has like helped to sculpt your view on what you're doing as you're taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, you know, it's a different, <laughs> most of your days are different than mine where I'm at work. And, you know, I, sorry, I didn't mean to insinuate that watching the kids is not work. I just mean that like, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm outside of the home. Uh, You're working outside the home. I'm working inside. Yes, exactly. Sorry, I feel like there's some areas where uh, I have to walk on eggshells or else or else it could be insinuated that I'm saying something that I'm not. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so there are certain things that even in our lives are going to look different, you know, <laughs> just because um, you don't have the luxury of having much time to yourself during the day, <laughs> you know. Um, True that. And then even, I mean, like, so like I said, I've been reading these these productivity books. Even something that I've noticed in reading them is they've been very helpful for me. But if you have a job where, like, a lot of what you do is more rote, like the same thing day in and day out, I think of something like, like my job at, at the coffee shop. Like, there's not very much room for, like, deciding what you like setting goals and deciding what you are and aren't going to do for the day. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, this is X, Y, Z is the job. So accomplish X, Y, Z. And right. like, you can certainly be more personable and, you know, do, do things to do X, Y, Z better or in a, you know, make it a better place, but you're paid to do X, Y, Z. You're not paid to see what, you know, what else can be done. If that makes sense. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's more for like managerial positions is basically what I'm saying, where you're kind of setting your own goals and then how to reach those goals, which I think is very beneficial for, you know, life in general. Um, But that's not everyone's work situation. So. So (laughs) what I'm saying is that context matters, right? (laughs) Um, And yeah, we ought to be seeking to find how we can apply the truths that we learn in scripture in our lives, in our contexts. Another thing that I was reminded of recently is just how, um, I guess it does kind of go in tandem with the message that our pastor preached on Sunday, is that, like, yes, all of life is a mission field, and we ought to be missionally minded mm-hmm. i know that's like a christianese term missional <laughs> missionally that's probably not our real word but regardless i think it gets the point across <laughs> um and how that can look different like yes with context but also with things like uh, and i don't want to take this too far but things like your temperament um there are you know i've talked about it before the the church that i grew up in um our pastor was like the biggest extrovert I've ever met, (laughs) you know? Um, And so there was this idea that like, that's what Christianity looks like. 
it, and and maybe that was never actually said. Maybe that was just my assumption because he's my pastor, and mm-hmm. so he's the most Christian person I know, right? You know, <laughs> something dumb like that. Just an assumption that I made. Um, but it's like it, it's these two things that are true at the same time. On the one hand, yes, we ought to be sharing our faith. Um, we ought to be um, preaching the gospel to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all have like our own giftings and exactly. we have our and we all have like liberty to be able to choose what how how we do that basically mm-hmm. yes yeah so uh, i mean some people are just not made to be street preachers right you know that, that's like what i'm me, trying to for say example <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I well, yeah, and not saying that I can't ever. Just that, like, that's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gifted mm-hmm. in that area. Um, so that said, I'm not trying to let introverts off the hook. Myself being one, somewhat, um, a weird little introvert or extroverted introvert. Um, but I'm saying that God knows you and he made you the way that you are for a reason and you have a mission and you have a purpose and that does include sharing the gospel and that mm-hmm. does include preaching the gospel so find out how you can do that right um you know don't just assume that oh because you don't like you know meeting new people or talking with new people that you're never going to be able to share the gospel no on the contrary you are gifted in other areas to share the gospel. So Social media is those. a great platform for that. Yeah. If you can, if you if can, you're not good with one-on-one and you like a screen, then go at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that should probably bolster your actual face-to-face interactions. Like <laughs> a lot of people don't listen as well, but it can certainly be used. Yeah. For good. So I don't mean to downplay it just that like, I would also say don't use that as, as an excuse. Like if that's your the only place that you're bold for Christ, like there's a problem. <laughs> um, and I say that like looking at myself too. Like don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not trying to single anyone out here. I just want to give a balanced perspective mm-hmm. that like we don't all have to be shouting people down with the gospel, but God has placed you in the time that you are at in the place that you are at um, so that you can go into the harvest field and, uh, and preach the truth, share the gospel. Cause that's what it's about. Loving God and loving others. Yep. So, anyways, if you have any thoughts on personal responsibility and I'm sure there's more that we could talk about. So, um, if you have any, you know, specific areas that you want us to talk about, you can reach out to us a number of different ways. You can email us at sotalktomepodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash sotalktome. Our handle on Twitter is so underscore talk to me. And on Instagram, our handle is sotalktomepodcast. All right. I mean, it is kind of a short little guy. But we got a late start, so here we are. Do you have any recommendations before we hit the hay, as they say? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, wow. I had to. Wow. I had to. Not today.
No way. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Um, Recos. No, I can't think of any. No, I think I'm gonna have to take this one off as well. I can't, nothing has come into mind in particular. I've spent a lot of time at work and I've been finishing up school stuff. And so there hasn't been much outside of that and just like personal hangout family and, and things like that. So. I don't know that there's been anything this week that I can recommend that's out of the ordinary. So, take some personal responsibility, y'all, and go talk to your spouse. There you go. Oh, make your relationship better with your spouse. What's up? You need to actually do that. Don't just wait on God to get it done, because he will get it done by you doing it. (laughs) So do it. And then praise God that he has allowed you to do it and caused you to do it. Please stop saying do it. Get it done. Okay. All done. Go talk to your spouse. Your spouse. Talk to your spouse. Your spouse. Okay. (laughs) Night. Good night. Bye. Or good morning. I don't know what time you're listening to this. Just bye. It's right for us. Peace.